Welcome to episode 57. In today's conversation, we're going to talk about how to get started with running for our new runners and beginners, how to prevent injury, and how to improve your experience along the way. Our guest will also share her own personal running journey, talk a little bit about family, mental health, and what inspires her to run as part of her health and fitness journey. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to Inspire to Run Podcast. Here, you will find inspiration. Whether you are looking to take control of your health and fitness or you are a seasoned runner looking for community and some extra motivation, you will hear inspiring stories from amazing runners along with helpful tips from fitness experts. Now, here's your host, Richard Connor. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Inspire to Run Podcast. I'm super excited to have our guest here today, Hannah Seely. Hannah is a plant-based runner, mom, and NASM certified personal trainer and running coach. And I'm super excited to have her today here today just kind of to share with the community her running journey as well as some tips as a running coach to help all of you who are just starting out with running and just looking for those tips on how to get started. Really excited to kind of get into that conversation. But first off, welcome to the show, Hannah. Richard, thank you so much for having me. It's it's an absolute pleasure. I'm super excited. <laughs> super excited to get started. Thank you. I'm excited too. And I've been following your own journey online. And I think that's how we connected. I've been following your journey on Instagram and all of the things and inspiration and tips that you share with your community. And I'm really excited to bring that here to our listeners. But, you know, kind of before we get into a lot of that, I'd love for you to share just a little bit about yourself and how you got into running. Yeah. Um, well, as far as me getting into running, it it all happened with a 5K. And I was in downtown Chicago with my mom and her friends who were running the half marathon. And I ran a 5K. Um, there's nothing like crossing the finish line for the first time. The the runner's high, I just immediately fell in love with the sport. It was it was everything I needed and didn't know I needed until I, I did it. Um, so running a 5K, changed my life. Best experience. I, I recommend to all new runners, just try out a 5k. That's something that's wonderful. Um, the, the runner's high you'll, you'll feel from that very first race is just unbelievable. Um, so I, I ran downtown Chicago and I joined track actually that same year. Uh, track was the very best thing that ever happened to me. Um, I didn't know how much I loved running until I was running with a group of people who loved running too. Um, after that, things things kind of went downhill a little bit for a while. I, I fell into a really deep depression from junior year to senior year. I gained 60 pounds. Um, I went to a hospitalization for mental health. And from there, I, um, I guess I, I had a really hard time. And what's interesting about my past is every time I really felt that I was at the lowest of lows, I started running again. Which it sounds kind of weird. It's not re- like the right time to run, but for some reason, something just, I was like, yeah, you know, it's time to run. So I started running again, and eventually I, I did lose some weight. Every time I was at a low, my journey always brought me back to the run. So I was, I was in an abusive relationship with my ex, and towards the end of that, I was like, you know what? It's time to run again. So I started running again, and that gave me the fuel I needed to get out of that relationship. And then I kept running. Um, I met my my now husband, and we we did our first 10k together, which was really cool. He did he didn't really run until we got together either. And then I had I had my son, 
after that. And ever since I had my son Paxton, I running just, it became the only thing I needed in life other than him and my family. It just completely changed my outlook on life. I, I ran my first marathon after having Pax within the year. And I never, I never in a million years thought I could run a marathon. I, I, I was like, no way, that's just not possible. But I did. And, and I did it because I had my son and I had him waiting for me at the finish line. And that was just the most magical. Sorry, I'm not <laughs> trying not to get emotional. It was the most magical thing that ever happened. So it's what I want to keep doing. And I want to keep inspiring others to, to really just take the chance because you're not going to like it at first. But once you push through and hit that, that, that one run, that's just absolutely enchanting, then it's, it's all uphill from there. You'll, you'll love the sport from there. <laughs> not every day, but most runs you will, you will love the sport. So yeah, that's, that's my journey. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And thank you so much, Hannah, for sharing, you know, a lot of what was going on with you personally. I know that can't be easy for you to share, um, especially with our listeners. But I think there's a lot of people out there that really can resonate with what you're sharing and are probably going through some similar things and need to hear your message. And, you know, I really like how you, you, you used running or how running has kind of enabled you to kind of get back on track and, feel great, you know, and, and feel good about yourself. So I really appreciate you sharing that. And it's so wonderful to hear that you got your husband into running. So, you know, that's yes. having, <laughs> having that support system at home. I think that's incredible. And wow. Hats off to you. Thank you very much. Yeah. My, my husband just started and he's, he's signing up for his first half marathon. So we're super excited, super excited about that. <laughs> That's so wonderful. And, you know, tell me a little bit about, I want to ask about the, your first 5k and then, you know, kind of the longer races. So you mentioned, I think you'd mentioned that you had started running your first 5k with your mom. Uh, and then that kind of led you to track, but what was, what was kind of the, the catalyst or what, what started that fire to say, Hey, I'm going to run this, this first 5k. There, my mom signed up for it and she was like, Hey, Han, you want to do this with me? And I was like, ah. I don't really like running, but okay. I, I really don't like it at all. Like I would walk the mile in gym. I absolutely hated it, but I thought, Hey, it's, you know, when do you get a run of 5k? So uh, I was all gung ho for it just for the one time. I was <laughs> just the one time I thought. <laughs> that's what you thought. And here you are. So that that's wonderful. And then, you know, kind of fast forward to some of the longer distances, like what kind of went through your mind is, okay, you've done 5ks and you really enjoy running and you want to help inspire others. But what about the longer distances? What kind of inspired you to move to those? Um, I, the half marathon I wanted to do when I was working for a, um, a dealership, a Jaguar Land Rover, I was working for them. And I was like, I was running on and off. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to sign up for a, thir- a half marathon, 13.1. I can do that. And I didn't do it. I never did it. So I wasn't in, I don't think I was quite ready for it yet. I actually didn't do it until I had my son. So that was really the fuel to my fire. He he ignited something inside me and and I ran a half marathon after I had him and I was like, you know what, that's not enough. I, I think I can do more. So I signed up for a marathon and, and I did a marathon. <laughs> so yeah, it was all my son. That's I give all my credit to him. He's done absolutely everything to to inspire me to want to do more. 
Oh, that's really wonderful. And it's wonderful that, you know, that's where you're getting your inspiration. And you just made me think about one of my own, my own stories. I ran a 5k a few years ago and my family came to watch, which was really nice. And I remember, you know, I was, I was just kind of rounding the corner for that third mile and I'm, I'm running and it was hard. That was a hard race for me for some reason, but I'm getting closer to the finish line. And all I hear is, go daddy, go daddy, go. And I'm like, I'm coming, I'm coming. And I'm running and I'm sprinting and I passed that finish line. I felt so good uh, about that, which was really nice. And then I'm looking around, I'm like, well, where's my family, right? I thought I heard my son, you know, cheering for me. Well, it turns out that they were enjoying the bagels and bananas. They weren't actually at the finish line. It was somebody else's son cheering for their dad. And um, that was, but you know what? At the end of the day, that child, that kid motivated me to finish strong in the race. And my family was still there, you know, during the race, but probably didn't work out (laughs) how I thought it was uh, when I finished the race. But yeah, that's my story. Oh, well, it's still, it's, it's some sweet motivation, you know? <laughs> yes. For Even sure. if it wasn't your son, it was, it was some little boy looking up to a daddy. <laughs> it was. So that was apparently enough motivation for me. Mm-hmm. That's all it takes. <laughs> so, so that's really great to hear. And I appreciate, again, you kind of sharing your story about, you know, getting into running, why you did it, kind of what the challenges that you were able to overcome through running. Um, I think, which is really inspiring to hear and then getting to this point where you're helping and inspiring others, especially as, as a certified coach. So, so thank you for sharing all of that. And I think, you know, we could talk a little bit about that because on, um, inspired to run podcast, we're, we're working to inspire others to really take control of their health and fitness and take the next step, um, through running and, Hopefully they're inspired by, I'm sure they're inspired by all these stories, but they may be wondering like what's next, right? If somebody's thinking I'm not a runner, I've never run before, or I can't run, you know, whatever it might be, I'd love to be able to help and support them on the next step in their journey once they make the decision to do so. So excited to have you on and talk a little bit about like, what would you say, or what are those tips that you would give for those new runners who have kind of made that decision, but really just don't know what to do next or maybe, you know, afraid of taking that first step. Yeah, absolutely. So for a brand new runner, I would highly recommend starting off with interval running. Um, So maybe do a one-to-one ratio where you're running for one minute, just at a kind of easy pace, just getting yourself used to it. And then you walk for a minute Um, and do that, you know, maybe for 15, 20 minutes, whatever, whatever you're ready for at that time, you really don't want to overdo it in the beginning. Um, so, so if you're in it for longevity, you really, really want to start slow. And, um, one thing I always recommend paying attention to is your heart rate specifically your heart rate. If it's, if it's really high up there, you're not really going to get too much out of your run for some people that even looks like a walk. So you might be walking at the start if you're not ready to run quite yet, which there's, there's no problem in walking. You have to walk to run. So I, I recommend, you know, one-to-one ratio, Starting slow, if you need to walk, go ahead and walk because it's it's a lot easier to walk now than have to walk, for, you know, not being able to run later. And I'd like to talk about that for, for a moment for that, that first tip. I think that's really interesting because, um, number one, for sure, the walking piece is important, just kind of time on your feet and, and kind of getting accustomed to it before you feel like you have to run. Because I think people may think, well, I have to go from zero to 60, like 
overnight and that's really not the case so i really like how you shared that because that could give them you know reassure them that this is something they build up to um but the other thing that you mentioned around heart rate is actually new to me so i wouldn't say that i'm an elite level athlete or runner but i've been running for a long time and i never really ran according to like heart rate zones or really paid attention to that so just talk a little bit more about that if somebody they may not know how to do that so maybe share a little bit about like how would they monitor or track their heart rate during you know their their workouts yeah um so the most accurate is going to be a chest strap that goes you know uh, if you have breasts that goes under your breasts or across you know across your chest um and that's going to be the most accurate your secondary ones are going to be your your watches that go around your wrist usually they'll have a heart rate monitor in there um your garments even i think even apple watches i believe have the heart rate monitor in there um but yeah, you're really going to want to pay attention to how high your heart rate is getting. Um, the the place you want to be is an aerobic zone. So that really depends on where you're at in, in age, your the max heart rate. So you take 220, you subtract your age. That's going to be about your max right there. Uh, you don't want to go any higher than that because that's at that point you're putting yourself at high risk. Other than that, as far as training, you really want to be in that aerobic zone most of the time, which is zone two. And then your threshold is zone three. So your threshold is your hard running. When you, you're running at a pace where you can't keep up a conversation, that's really where we don't want to be when we're a beginner. As a beginner, you want to be able to hold a conversation and talk you know, as if you're singing a song or, or talking to someone on the phone to where you know your heart's not beating too hard. That, that's helpful to know. So someone doesn't have a you know, watch with the heart rate monitor or, you know, may not know how to track it. I think that's helpful guidance, right? Mm-hmm. To know like how your breathing is and what you should be able to do. And let's say a zone two, so you're not getting your heart rate so high to, as you're getting started. So that's really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. You really want to keep at that conversational pace as often as possible, um, especially as a new runner, because that's where you build up, where you build up your endurance. That's where all the good stuff happens. You build up your mitochondria, which, I mean, you want to have that. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's great to have a heart rate monitor. If not, use that conversational pace. Just kind of talk to yourself throughout your run, sing your songs, and make sure that if you know if you're listening to songs, of course, some people listen to podcasts, but maybe talk back to the podcast if you're talking to a podcast. That way, you're just you know making sure that your heart rate is in the area you want it to be, so you're not overdoing it. Okay. I tend to I tend to agree when I'm listening to podcasts, and I find myself doing that out loud. Like, yes, I, I agree. <laughs> oh yes, yes, that's, that's what I do on my runs. So people <laughs> probably think I'm crazy, but yeah, well, we're all crazy. We're runners, right? <laughs> <laughs> True story. the The other thing I would say for a new runner: don't ever compare yourself to anyone else's run because you don't know how long it's taken them to get there to where they're at that that physical advantage. It's comparison is the, the thief of joy. If if you're, you know, constantly comparing yourself to someone who's been running for three years, you're really going to feel bad about yourself. But if you're comparing yourself to yourself, then it's it's a lot easier to to kind of not stress about it, to not feel as pressured to run hard or to be fast when you're, you're just starting. Another, another tip, I would say run slower now to run fast later kind of, you know, again, going along with the same thing, you, in order to run fast, really got to just take it back a notch and and run slow now. For some people, that's a 13 to 15 minute pace, even I mean, 
walking pace. But as long as you're kind of paying attention to that heart rate, it, they go hand in hand. And I think that's an important point for any runner, right? Not, not maybe not just beginner runners, but mm-hmm. even experienced runners. And I could tell you personally, that's something that I've had to learn the hard way because I'm, I'm doing my trainings and I'm thinking, okay, my speed work is really what's going to tell me where I am in my fitness and it's going to get me to where I want to go. So I have some personal goals to be able to do a half marathon in an hour and 45 minutes. And my first half marathon was an hour and 58 minutes, I think. So I'm like, okay, that's achievable over the course Mm -hmm. of of a couple of years or whatever the case is and Mm -hmm. really focus on that speed work. But, you know, I was, um, I had a rude awakening. It was, you know, not really just about the speed work, which you need some of that, but it's really more time kind of in that lower heart rate zone and and Mm -hmm. doing those types of runs is going to get you there. So for me personally, even as, you know, somewhat of an experienced runner, I can certainly resonate with what you said you know, really just kind of taking it easy or taking a slow now to go fast later. Yep, absolutely. And, uh, you know, another thing I always recommend is strength strength training. It's going to give you longevity of the run. I mean, it's going to help with injury prevention. It's going to help build up those muscles so that you're ready to run. Yeah, there's there's a lot of different things within strength training. You're going to improve your body composition. You're going to improve your overall endurance. You can prevent injury. There's just there's so many reasons to strength train that it's almost silly sometimes not to because there's just so many benefits that if you really want to be a runner for a long time or if you want to start running and you want to get serious about it, then that's that's definitely a way to go. Um, even if it's just you know body weight exercises at the start, and that's what I do recommend for most people to start is body weight exercises just so that they can get accustomed to the the movements, accustomed to how you're supposed to do the exercises as far as your form. So yeah, I, I strength training is a huge thing. And of course, me being a NASM personal NASM certified personal trainer, that's something I always, you know, I always want to promote to other people because it's something I'm passionate about. And it's it's just great all around to add into running. I think those two are just best friends, peas and carrots. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, it's interesting that you mentioned about the strength training. And I'm just wondering if somebody's new, maybe maybe not just to running, but maybe just fitness overall. I'm, I'm happy that you mentioned specifically around like body weight exercises because it may, you know, it may be daunting if someone has to. Now I have to sign up for a gym and get a membership and start to use these machines that maybe I've used before, maybe not. So, you know, it's really great to hear that even body weight exercises, I assume even at home mm-hmm. is something that they could do just to really just to get started. You know, they're, they're not trying to boil the ocean right out of the gate. It's it's having more of a, I guess, holistic approach. Right. Would you say? Absolutely. Doing the training and the running. Yeah, it's, it's, it's something I actually started with is I got an injury when I had for, first had packs, I got an injury because I was running, I was only running. So I was like, I have to figure out how I can I can fix this because I love running and I don't I don't want to stop. So I incorporated some strength training and I, I started with body weight and I moved up from there. But I, I highly, highly recommend just starting with your body weight, even, you know, three sets of 20 squats in your living room, you can you can do it. It's it's focusing on your form, your quality of movement over quantity. You really don't have to do everything. You just got to do a few things pretty well. So, you know, look up your YouTube videos, you know, see what other runners are doing for strength training, even contact a coach to see if, if they can create a custom plan for you. That's something that if you, if you want to run, that's, that's really great as far as getting yourself in there, getting your foot in the door and then keeping your longevity of the run. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, I also love what you said there about injury, right? And this is something that could either help help you through an injury or help prevent injury. And that may be a concern that people may have is like, well, runners, all you hear is, oh, well, that's going to be hard on your knees or there might be other issues that runners go through. But kind of going through the strength training, I'm really, I'm really happy that you mentioned that about how that strength training um, can really help you kind of prevent those injuries. One of the ways to prevent injuries in the future. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's a lot of ways. I mean, you can maintain your water intake eating enough fruits and veggies. There's there's a lot of different ways to to prevent injury as from the inside out even. So yeah, strength training is a is a huge one. Great. Um another thing I would recommend is signing up for a race. Any race. Something local, something small, you know, anything that hands out a medal, I feel like you'll you'll feel amazing after. Um, and, and they could, be, like I said, it could be a 5k, it could be a mile, it could be anything. But once you cross that finish line just once, I think you'll kind of get a taste for rate, a taste for the win, you know, a self win. Cause you're, you're running against yourself. There's nobody, we're, we're all a big community of people that really just cheer for each other. <laughs> so highly recommend signing up for a race as soon as possible. Um, even if it's, if you do like a couch to 5k program, those are excellent. You can find those online you know, you can reach out to me and I'll help you out with a, a couch to 5k program. Otherwise there's, there's a lot of methods online that you can use that are free, that are, that are able to be utilized. But I feel like once you sign up for a race, once you cross that finish line, you're just, you're in, you're in it. You're, you're a runner. You're, you're really like, you're going to feel that energy from the crowd and, and you'll never go back. <laughs> Uh, for sure. And yeah, I mean, I know it as a runner, but I've also heard this from other guests that I brought on the show who were new runners. They went from not running at all to doing their first 5k or half marathon and they share the same thing. And in particular, one guest had mentioned that they did a couch to 5k program, but they wanted to run the 5k before the actual race. So they did their own. I would, you know, sort of like an informal virtual race 5k Mm -hmm. because they, you know, they wanted to see if they could do it before they got out there in front of people. So, you know, for our listeners know that that's, that's an option. If you're you're somewhat self-conscious about, you know, about your running, if you're a new runner and you don't want to be in front of a crowd of people the first time, you know, that's also an option uh, before you get out there. But I definitely agree. Signing up for that race will give you something to look forward to or, you know, something to look forward to and something to work towards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And those are those are important. Um, I always set little goals here and there, and I have my clients set little goals here and there, just so, so we can always be kind of working towards something. Whether it's something really small, like getting their full, first pull up, or something as major as you know crossing a marathon line and getting their their PR. So there's a lot of a lot of little things you can do to um, motivate yourself as far as smart goals. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's about all I have. Um, another, I can throw in another one there as far as Ooh, a bonus um, tip. Yeah, we'll do a bonus. Let's go with hydration because you know that's that's something that a lot of runners, new runners, older runners, we don't know about as much. Um, so as far as hydration, you really want to get in about half your body weight in ounces of water per day, and that's that's a way to keep you hydrated, especially if you're in those hotter climates. That's really something to pay attention to. Um, if you ever see like white salty stuff, that's because you're, you're losing that hydration. You're losing your electrolytes. You really need to replenish. And that doesn't mean just water either. Um, that means like salt, salt sticks, you need, um, potassium, 
electrolytes. You really want to replenish those. And it doesn't have to be a Gatorade. It doesn't have to be a Pedialyte. It can be like a little chew. They have chews now. So there's lots of different methods if, if you don't like drinks. But yeah, always got to hydrate. So half your body weight in water per day. Excellent. Excellent. Well, really wonderful tips. And I appreciate you sharing that, Hannah, because again, we'd love to help our, our new runners in our community kind of get started and, you know, kind of take away maybe some apprehension or some of the fears and give them some actionable steps on how they can get running. So I really appreciate it. And what I'd love to do is I'd like to turn, you know, the attention back to you and hear just a little bit more of your story before we wrap up. But, you know, one of the questions that I really like to ask our guest is, you know, kind of during your running journey, what do you think is one of the biggest obstacles that you faced and how did you overcome it? Um, the biggest obstacles are definitely those moments of why am I doing this? And that that is more so on those little bit longer runs where you're just, you're tired, um, your feet are hurting, your body's hurting. You're like, why, why am I doing this? And then all of a sudden, I'll, I'll try to envision my son and his face and just him waiting for me or running up to me when I'm done and being super excited like he does because it's always mama mama's home so just hearing that in my head is just a huge motivator in a way to overcome obstacles so I highly recommend getting yourself a, a vision of some sort at of your of your finish of your ending so that you you can keep going and, and use that as fuel Excellent. Excellent. Thank you for sharing, Hannah. And then one final question before we wrap is, what would be the one thing that you would say to our listeners to help inspire them to run? It's going to be kind of cliche, but keep going. Keep going. There's there's going to be so many bad runs, but once you hit that good run, it's going to outweigh all the bad ones and you're going to be feel you'll feel like you can fly. It's it's the weirdest thing, but you'll feel like you can fly after that one perfect run. And, and until you hit that, just keep going, keep trying. All right. Well, I really enjoyed this conversation. You shared a lot of great information. Your story is inspiring. The, the tips that you shared are very, very helpful. How can our community find you and follow you online? Of course, I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. Um, I believe my tags are Hannah Runs CC Fitness. Um, so that's Hannah Runs CC, as in Charlie Fitness. And I'm on TikTok, Instagram, um, Facebook is my normal name, Hannah Seely. But I'm here. I'm here to help you guys in every way, shape, or form. I've got a lot of different informational stuff on my Instagram, particularly as far as getting into running um, and maintaining running. Perfect. Perfect. So what I'll do is I'll include that information in the show notes to make it easier for our listeners to find you. Hannah, I just want to say thank you again. I really enjoyed this conversation. I learned a lot from it. I, I know everybody else will. So thank you so much for coming on the show and have a great day. Thank you, Richard. It's been a pleasure. Have a great day. That's it for this episode of Inspire to Run podcast. We hope you are inspired to take control of your health and fitness and take it to the next level. Be sure to click the subscribe button to join our community. And also, please rate and review. Thanks for listening.